Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. From days long ago, from uncharted regions of the universe, comes a legend. The dream that came through a million years, that lived on through all the tears. It came here, the Fandom Nexus. Fabulous secret powers were revealed to our host as he plugged in his microphone. I have a podcast! Here he is, your Spider-Pan, Jeremy. We're back! Yes! I know it took a couple of weeks. I meant to have a show a lot sooner, but things just didn't quite... I can explain why things did not work out for us and we didn't have a show when we intended to uh, have a show, but <laughs> but it's coming. And uh, you know what? You're all probably going to see my show notes up on screen. Maybe <gasps> I should stop sharing screen because Philip can see the show notes if he clicked on the right thing. So you can just look at us. So, But I will have my show notes up and everything. But yes, it is me. It is your Spider-Pan. Jeremy, we have a lot of fun things to go through. Uh, a lot of new trailers for fun things happening. And uh, there we go. Stop sharing the screen so you can just see me now. Hi. Uh, but we've, we've also got a couple of, you know, it seems most of what we've done this year is tributes to at least two or more performers or actors in a show. And so this show is going to be just like that. I mean, granted, we're kicking off our Christmas season, so we're going to have some fun. But uh, this week we've lost uh, Jason David Frank and even just today, uh, Bob McGrath. Uh, so we're going to tribute, yes. uh, uh, spend some time talking about uh, our memories of them, although I don't have a lot of Power Ranger memories. But also, you know what? Today being December the 5th as we record this show, you know what's special about today? What's that? Walt Disney's birthday. Happy birthday, right. Walt. So he would That's have right. been uh, 124 years old. Happy birthday I believe. No, wait. No, Walt. 121. Sorry, 121. I was putting my age in and not the real, the real year. It's 22. Oh my so, Oh, my. So, yeah, he'd be 121 years old today. Happy birthday, Walt. Hope to meet you in heaven. But yeah, so so we've got a lot of fun things. There's a lot of I did manage to spend a lot of my Thanksgiving break watching some movies, getting caught up on some television series. So we're going to talk about which I, I forgot to put it on my show notes, but I did finish Andor, so we can finally talk about Andor. But uh, let me pull up Ooh. my notes again. And of course, as we always like, I just said. By the way, uh, Lost Boy Philip is here yawning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yawn, 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 yawn. You keep that up, I'm going to call you Yanni. <laughs> oh, my. Lions and Tigers uh, and Phil. Oh, my. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but it, it is, we're kicking off the Christmas season, which 
Uh, we'll talk about some Christmas decorating here in just a couple of minutes because, uh, you know, we got some fun stuff going on there. But uh, I, I like to launch things off with what have you been watching? And I wanted to talk about some of the television or streaming things that I've watched. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I've been watching. Have you been watching the Santa Clauses with Tim Allen on Disney Plus? I've been enjoying that. I'm, I think I'm a little behind. I don't think I've saw last week's episode, uh, but it's yeah. I'm not I've used been to enjoying having it. a little behind, but besides Oy that, <laughs> but yeah, I've been I, enjoying that. So. I have been enjoying it, and the one the one pro- problem I've had with it that I didn't think made any sense is the elves are trying to give him a retirement party, and so what do they sing? Last Christmas, you gave we gave you our hearts. On the very next day, you gave it away. Isn't that a diss on Santa? Well, I think they're just trying to say, first of all, anything they can do to sing one of those goofy songs. But, I you guess. know, I think they're trying to say they love him, you know, and yeah. all that jazz. Well, you could do a better song because we I'll, love him. We love him. But I, I'll, that's too Christmas old for the, the now generation. You know. But they, uh, they love, I do love that elf. That elf is so sweet. I love that guy. I can't, what's oh, his name what, again? The, the the one that's like, oh, Santa, you're my best friend. Um, yeah, he's so sweet. I forgot the character's name too. I can't remember his name, but he's a real lovable. He's elf. been a fun character. But they always he have, really you know, has every movie. They always have like some elf that's going to be like the favorite elf, but the kid always grows up, so they can't bring him back. Although yeah. uh, there was some They're injury, with, you know, Bernard seems to be making an appearance. I don't know what their excuse yeah. is going to be that he's a full grown thirty something year old man now. I I have a feeling. Now I don't know. I, I, so have you caught up on that? I don't want to ruin this. No, I am. I'm probably a week behind. Okay. The I'm, last I'm episode I saw was at the end of it. They ended up in Chicago, and that the okay, of their kickoff song. Okay, I'm just. I'll, I'll shut up. Also, yeah. But I, I overall, I am it's recommending good, the show. It's been fun. I've and enjoyed it. I love who they got playing. Um, I can't remember the character's name. Uh, uh, that they got kind of a, like a, a witch of the winter or whatever. You know, like a, in the forest and all that. Oh yeah, the um, actress there that she was like the, the her, winter, witch she's of the woods. Uh, I think her name is Maya something. Yeah, she's always been beautiful and mm-hmm. fun and uh, beautiful in a different sense. I don't mean like, you know, just like, uh, you know, Barbie doll or anything, but I just mean I just love her. She's yeah. all, she's so much she was fun. Pretty on, woman. Uh, and uh, yeah. was it news radio yeah. or just shoot me? She was. I think it's she just, was shoot, on me just shoot me. She yeah. was great on just shoot me. She was also a lot of fun on the first thing I'd ever seen her on because uh, I hadn't seen see pre Roman when it first came out. But I loved her on uh, Quigley Down Under. Mm, I haven't she, seen that one. Put, oh, yeah. Of course, oh, it's yeah, a Tom Selleck movie. So, of course, you've watched it. Oh, not just that. The what was his name again? The guy who did the music for uh, for Lonesome Dove who, from Can- he's from Kansas City. Really? Um, nice. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, he was great. Uh, um, oh, can't think of his name. Anyway, um, he has the same name as the uh, oh, as the author from Sherlock Holmes. Anyway, he uh, Conan Doyle. Arthur. No, 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 Conan not the author. Doyle? Excuse me, someone else. Anyway, I'll, I'll think of it yeah. later on. It'll, but, it'll um, randomly in the middle of the show, it, you're just going to blurt it out. I just uh, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that's the uh, guy. He, uh, yeah, that's the one. No, but she was uh she was in that and the same uh the guy same guy who did the music for that did it for Rose Dove and for Conan and I'm telling you but great. Oh, music, okay. Music. Um yeah. Yeah. But well, now she, I can't she, think she, of it either. Yeah, I mean she but she did great in that film. She plays one who's kind of crazy because her husband had died and she lost her child and all. She's a great actress, she really is. But it's nice to see. I'm, I'm hoping we're going to see more of her character. You know, like there's going to be some more story coming on. So, but I don't know. I know she, is, I know she was in the last episode. She showed up again, okay. and I figured I like how back. I like how Santa's coat is kind of alive. Remind me of Doctor Strange's. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, it, it kind of was that way a little bit originally. I think too. It was it had that little bit of magic to it when he put it on. You know. 
I've enjoyed it so far, yeah. you know. Um, it's been it's good. It's been a lot of fun. It's been good. I've, I've, so far, I've, enjoyed, I've not been let down yet at all this year by any – all the stuff I've looked forward to, I've really enjoyed. There, there might be a few things in some of the things I've looked forward to, but, but as far as a whole, I mean, as a whole, I've enjoyed them so yeah. far. And the, I mean everything so far. Second thing I got caught up on on Disney+, Plus. there's a couple of different shows, but Andor, we finally got a finale for Andor. Oh, oh wow. Yes. And that was one. It was boy. It was it was a slow burn. But once we started oh, yeah. building that tension and building the tension, then it exploded like a reactor. And whoa! Yeah. It, it, it was to me. It was like a Yule log that you. It, it takes a long time. But, but once, once you get did, there, woo. once you did, and but it was a Yule log that at the end had firecracker in it. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> it did. Woo! That just that got really good. good. And I'm looking forward to seeing it a little because I, I feel like we're just getting started. With the and adventures I, of Cassie and Andor as a rebel yes. spy, so I'm looking forward to another season. He, I love the character because when it first started, I said this doesn't seem like the same character that we knew. But it's been a while since I've watched the movie. Yeah. But by well, the he end, had to grow it was into him it. and all the yeah. It, that's what I like was that we just didn't get the writing was so well done. We just didn't get the same guy. We saw him as a jerk, really. I, I guess he shouldn't say jerk, yeah. but he a guy was very who, he just. Self-interested a little bit. Yeah, he Other was, than he wanted he, to find his sister, you know. Well, and you can't really blame him that he didn't want to be pushed into this war he couldn't really do anything about. It. You think yeah. about it. People don't want to a lot of times get involved with uh, battles and stuff you can't win in, yeah. in our world. Yeah. But it, this is not a, a world in a plan, on a planet or in country. This is universal. Yeah. What Galactic, can you do? You, at least. You yeah. can't do. Yeah. This, there's nothing you can do. You're, yeah. you're up a creek. And I loved how basically he was forced into it. So you're like, okay, heck yeah. with it. I've got no choice but, anyway. But by the end, uh, well, he got to, I don't think it's like, it seems like in the beginning, he, everybody knows, well, the empire, you know, well, I don't really like this empire, but what, well, you know, there's nothing sure. I can really do about it. But by the um, end, he'd seen just how nasty the empire was for his time yeah. when he was arrested for nothing, no good reason, sent to a prison where he was meant to work until he died. Uh, <laughs> and I mean, I love, he got to I see how, how nasty the empire really was. And so he was like, no, I'm, I've got to fight this. I love yeah, that. They they try to make it in some of the films like, well, it's just a different way than what other people want. No, it was their way or the, our death yeah. way. And and I love that in that prison scene. I hope I'm not ruining it for anyone, but yeah. want to be careful. The, but yeah, yeah. But in the in the the prison, at first people were like, well, we're just going to work our way and keep the peace yeah. or whatever. And then finally, like, we'll just throw out our sentence. Yeah, and that the whole thing was a, it was all a facade. The cake is oh, a lie. Yeah, it was the facade. It was is a you do what we say and you can go your way. Nope, that <laughs> was all of a menagerie. It was, is it? Is it, is it is Mirage. Not get Mirage. <laughs> a menagerie is it. a completely different thing. Okay, never mind. <laughs> That's a Mirage. collection of animals, but a mirage. It was an, an illusion. Yeah, it was a lie from the yeah, pit the, of the from the pit of the dark side. <laughs> That's right. It was a. What was the word? The uh, scene I'm thinking of right now. It's people. Some of the greenest people. <laughs> That's right. Some of the greenest people. How to serve man? I... It's a cookbook. It's a cookbook. You know that's supposed to be this year, right? Soil and green. Oh, what, a remake. Oh no, the year it takes nope. place. Yeah, it's supposed oh, to be this wow. year. Oh wow. Well, Soil 2022 was supposed to be a really good year for some other stuff. It was like that. Yes. I can't remember what they were supposed to be. Oh well, heck, we've already. This is the year that I think George Jesson was supposed to have been born too, and. Well, my car still ain't flying. Elon, buddy, <laughs> come on, man. Where's that flying Hello, car? Buddy, come on, help us Make out. that flying I car. Want, I want an Orbity. <laughs> <laughs> at least Astro. Yeah, a talking well, dog. I want a talking dog. 
Oh, Rory Rords. Rory. Yeah, Rory. Rory. So, yes, that's something that's a recommendation and uh, something I can't talk about too much because, yes, this movie does have an R rating. But I yes. did finally, finally, and I, I realized I've seen all of Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, but I hadn't seen it all yes. at one time. And also, not I saw the reg- regular cut and not the TV cleaned up version, which I can see how it got an R rating, but due to two scenes. Yeah. The cab ride, because there is some, well, I mean, it's a picture on the wall, but it's it's, it's some nudity. And then yeah. the, the scene when Steve like, Martin's but, character finally gets into the airport, and every other word is an F-bomb. That's a great scene, though. That's a great scene, not yeah. because of that, but it's a great scene because I think, and I'm not talking about the, the thing with the scenes, although you really don't see it, see it unless you're really looking, and that I mean. But you can if you have a big screen TV. Yeah. I never could up until the last year. Yeah, you get big enough but, scene, you're uh, like, oh, hey, there's some naked people on like, the oh cab. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, but I, it makes also, the cab just really that much creepier. But, yeah, I don't want to spend it, too much oh, time on an R-rated movie, though. No, no. And so, then but it, in if, that scene. If you're growing up, I do recommend it. watching it, by the way. <laughs> yeah. When, when he loses it in the yeah. airport, I think we've all been in that yes. moment where we've lost it. Not, not And as we I say in church, we got in the flesh. It. We got in the flesh, yes. <laughs> We've all, all said, You're blanking right airline. Stinking now. Yeah. Right stinking now. <laughs> right. We've all went right stinking now, right? Well, do you're... you have your rental agreement? No. Yes. Well, then no. you're blanked. <laughs> yeah. You're up a creek. You're up a creek, <laughs> yes. So, yeah, so I finally got a chance to watch some stuff that you've been recommending to me to watch as I watch some TV. But, you know what, I also got around to this. I'm going to funnel right into the, what I've been playing because this was also part of my Thanksgiving break. So the Friday before I launched my oh. Thanksgiving break, yes, um, I I have been looking for a long time because I've been, you know, I've been not so good at saving up my what I call my fun money. I, every time I get paid, which I get paid usually about twice a month, I get $50 put into a separate account for me. My wife gets the same thing. She gets a 50. And I've been meaning to save up for a PS5 for uh, over a year now that I've worked at the company. <laughs> yes. But I keep spending it on, uh, for those of you on Patreon, you get to see video. And here's like the 40th anniversary nice Masterverse He-Man figure. It's a wonderful, beautiful figure. Um, I love it, I love it, I love it. But I keep buying He-Man figures and all kinds of other toys, and I'm not really saving anything. So, But I thought if I if I force my hand and where I have to make a payment, then I do have to pay that 50 in. So I realized I had enough room on my Nebraska Furniture Mark to purchase one, but I, Nebraska Furniture Mart never had just a console with a with a with, with a disc drive that I wanted a disc so I could put my PS4 games and all that other stuff on it uh, with one controller. It's all I needed. They never had it, but then I went there to look. As a, I figured, well, we're getting close to Black Friday. You'd think they'd have something in stock. Maybe I'll just look, and I realized they had the God of War Ragnarok edition, which I wasn't that interested in God of War Ragnarok, but I'm going to probably wind up playing it now because I went and got it, and now I have to make sure every month I got to make my credit card payment on my Nebraska Furniture Mart card. But I finally have a PS5, spent a weekend getting all my PS4 stuff in there, getting an extra drive attached to hold PS4 games so I can put PS5 games on there, getting any up free upgrades to my PS4 games to get the PS5 editions. And now with the funny part of it is I was so proud of myself for having beaten the Spider-Man and gotten a platinum on that Spider-Man PS4 game that now that I got the PS5 remastered edition because I did go ahead and I bought the Miles Morales so I have a disc copy so I could get the free full upgrade and own an upgrade they came up with two extra trophies for me that I have to earn to re-get my platinum (laughs) so oh darn I get to play Spider-Man again Oh, sorry. I, I, I was being honored. But, but no, that is funny. I, you know, just that, because... It's like even what Heather said when I was telling this to Heather. She's like, oh, darn, you mean you have to play a Spider-Man game? Yeah, I know. Poor me. But the, the funny <laughs> thing is I've been intending. I bought uh, digitally 
because of Black Friday sale, the Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. And I haven't played it yet because I've been waiting to play it with you, buddy. Because you got to play this. I heard with it me. was really good. I do want to yes. play it. I, uh, we're going to have a ball friend, and we're going to stream friend it. Seth, I don't know what his Neverland name would be, except for maybe Captain Seth, <laughs> you know, being know. A, no, he's, a, a pirate. He's, he's the Sethro. Sethro, he's yeah. The Captain Sethro. Sethro. That's always been he's his nickname. That's him. He's definitely a pirate type. But that <laughs> being said, that being said, uh, he's been playing it and he loves it. Yeah. He said it's to him one of the most fun. And this is saying a lot for a Lego game, but according to him, he said he didn't expect it to be all that great because he said he likes Lego games, but but he says the best Lego game he's played, and he said it's one of his favorite Star Wars games. Now, to, coming from him, he loves the Star Wars games. Yes, there, there's and a lot of fact, good ones. He talked, he talked me into now, folks. I don't buy a whole lot of games. Mm-hmm. I buy a few here and there, mostly the wrestling games. He talked me into buying a whole bunch of games that were on sale on Black Fridays and stuff. A whole bunch, including uh, the Force, uh, what was it called? Jedi Fallen Order. I believe you picked that's that one it. up, didn't you? Yeah. That's it. I, I did. With, and, with and, your and, numbness, and, uh, though, in your left hand, you're going to have a struggle with that one because that is a very uh, challenging game. But the, it's the very cool. My, that's right. The numbness in my left hand comes from uh, brain issues, from yeah. surgeries and stuff, and seizures and all. It's, it's okay, though. I'm going to try my best. Yeah. I'm going to try. I, I, I've also got some Grand Theft Auto. Which I'm not into all that. I'm a pastor, you know. But I enjoy, I'll be honest, when I'm uh, stressed out, it's kind of fun to go <laughs> Just riding go and around. Just beat people up. Yeah, beat people up and uh, uh, better do that than in real life. And yeah. I've also got the, what is the Disney one I got again? Uh, Dreamscapes. Yep. Dreamscape. That's Which I'm fun. waiting That's for January fun. when it's going to be free. Yeah. I, I, I won't get all the add-ons, but, but I can play yeah. it. So. And what's, and let's see, there's another one that's um, dealing with. Roller coaster, coaster, something. Uh oh, yeah, I think I have it on Steam. Uh, roller coaster tycoon or not tycoon? Uh, no, I think I know um, which one you're. My brother-in-law talked me into that because he's been enjoying that, and that's been fun so far. I'm not good at it at all, but it's it's fun. And then um, uh, I got a couple others because uh, my ne- nephews are nuts about uh, oh uh, Call of Duty, so I've got some of that. And did you get the new uh, one? Couple of, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, because it, now it wasn't on sale, hmm. but I'm nuts about. Treat my nephews to have fun. So every time they come over, they play it, and they've had fun. Also, like I said, I'm not really a gamer much, but I enjoy playing it with them, and so I let them shoot me with it. <laughs> and then the other one I got, um, oh, quite a few others, but I got all the Batman because it was really cheap. Yeah. I'm talking, we're talking seven dollars for all, like all of those. If you have the full PlayStation Plus expanded account, you could actually play the Batman games for free. Yeah, uh, well, I probably could have. Yeah, but the fact to be told is. It was, there's something about when I started him up, hearing that voice, now knowing that he's gone. Yeah, with Kevin Conroy, there, Garman, which we did that, that last was, episode. Yeah. I love that guy. You know that. Yeah. I just love it. He's I've great. actually, because he passed away, I've been, I played through Arkham Asylum, and I, I just started up Arkham City today. I still haven't gotten around to playing actual PS5 games here. I'm yes. still playing PS4 stuff. No, yeah. I, well, I mean, I did go oh, through and wrong with that, I wanted yeah. to see what Resident Evil 2, the, re- the remake of that, looked like on, on PS5, so I did go through that. Uh, but I really haven't done a lot with the PS5 editions of things. Other uh, ball, I did play a, some more of the Stanley Parable, but just because, oh look, all the trophies are, are not unlocked anymore, so I got to go unlock some things and un- unlock all the Ain't new endings that and stuff. A so, yeah, I'm getting a chance to just kind of replay a few things. Although I got a lot of PS4 games, I never got around to, and a lot of them I did get a free upgrade to PS5, and I did finally 
for the for the Final Fantasy VII remake where they made the intermission thing for what they call the the intergrade whatever, but the intermission storyline where it's Yuffie, which I've never been a fan of Yuffie because in the original Final Fantasy well, VII when you meet her, she just eventually she steals all your material and runs away, and you got to go chase her so down. So Yuffie is a character. Yes, Yuffie is a character. Okay. She is a ninja from Wu Tai. And she, they huh. came up with an entire storyline that goes on during some of the events during the Final Fantasy VII Remake. And so you play through those events. So I finally got a chance to play that and see a special secret ending. Uh, I do plan on putting some of that footage on there. I didn't. I did not get all of my game footage of the entire thing. I don't really want to spoil anything on that one. Uh, but I plan on putting the, some of that up on YouTube. I think I've got some of it, but I haven't put it all up on our Neverland official gaming channel, YouTube channel. That's also where Philip and I eventually are going to try to live stream playing the, yeah, yeah, st- yeah. the uh, Skywalker Saga I, Lego game. I almost fell for it uh, in another game. I almost fell for it because, you know, I'm a, a fan of the original Conan movie, Conan the Barbarian. Yeah. Oh, and I you don't like that everything mul- multiplayer online, yeah, Conan yeah, Exiles. I, yeah, I almost fell for it. Now, our friend Seth, our Captain Seth Rowe, <laughs> he, uh, I, he luckily told me, he goes, oh, whoa, whoa. He goes, I know what you're after. He goes, you're going to think, he goes, you're thinking of Schwarzenegger and the music that you love so much. Uh, uh, he goes, but that's not, that's not what you're going to get. Yeah. He goes, it's not, uh, it's not it, man. He goes, it's not what you're going to be receiving. He goes, you're going to be, you're going to be receiving, uh, uh, you don't even get to be Conan, he said. You're yeah. going to be one of the guys out there, and he goes, don't, don't waste your money. You're going to play in the world of Conan, which if that's yeah. if that's what you want, then that's exactly what you, you get the game, and that's what you're going to get. Yeah. So, And it's sort of like you know, the DC Universe game. You're not going to get to play a DC character, but you will get to interact with them. Yeah. Uh, and stuff like that, you know, so... Which, that does remind me, uh, the Christian Nerds Unite uh, podcast, he got a chance to try a preliminary RPG that's a, a new Marvel game that's still, I think they're still testing it. It's not a video game, it's a tabletop RPG. But there's a character creation going on that. So I, if, if you're interested in that such a thing, go listen. Christian Nerds Unite, He's uh, he did a playthrough for a few episodes. Um, he had to step away for, for his wife's health for a while, but he's coming back. And uh, I think at some point he's going to try to play and try to do the character creation and see how that works as well. Yeah, um, but they're still testing it. He's got a friend of his that's developing with what I can't remember if he said what company it was that they're developing this new Marvel game, but it's coming. And I just remember the name of the guy. That Basil talking, Polydorus, to, isn't it? Is Basil Paldorus. Yes. yes. Basil Paldorus. It came to me that, too. It yes. came to me, my own. Basil Paldorus, and he's the one who did the music to Conan right. and Lonesome Dove and, and all this stuff. And he's from Kansas so City. Yes, he's awesome. He's born from Kansas City, Missouri. Nice. He went to school with a lot of great dudes, including the director Conan, who's also they went to school with uh, uh, oh, uh, oh, uh, Steven Spielberg and ah. all those other guys down there, Lucas and all of them. Yeah, great all stuff. <laughs> well, I'm going to keep things rolling. I got a few other things oh, I want to bring up. I, I've got to share some funny stories and then some bad stories. Yes. And I've got in my notes it just says cat antics throughout the oh. course. Of uh, going around and coming up to Thanksgiving. At one point, and uh, those of you that follow me on Facebook, you might. I don't know. Um, I've already shared this. But uh, I was up here working because I work from home on a couple of days of the week. I hear something go clunk. And uh, I was in the restroom. So I, I was like, well, I can't really do anything about it. But I better go see what happened and see if the cats were hurt or something. Well, I go down there. The, one of the cats had gotten on top of our kitchen table, knocked down some pumpkin snickerdoodle cookies. And it mm. popped open when it hit the ground. And they had been licking and chewing on them and everything and just eating these cookies and ruined them. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, one of these cats has figured out how to get up on top of the table and likes to knock stuff down. But I don't know exactly which one, but I have my suspicions because it didn't happen until we got this kitten. 
I was going to say it sounds like the kitten to me. Then just this past week, and I didn't see it when I came home from work because it was still dark, but she had figured out because we had that we had some new leaves in the table to expand it for Thanksgiving. And it gave it just enough to where if she got on the table, she could jump on top of the refrigerator where we keep the cat treats. And she knocked that container down and busted open. And they ate like half the container. <laughs> and then they went to bed without their supper because they weren't hungry. They filled themselves up with that. And you're not supposed to eat that much treats. I mean, that's 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 not nutrition. That's fat. Although it's greeny, so it's supposed to clean their teeth, too. Uh, but these cats, and so we were trying to make arrangements, and I had to, you know, we had to swap some chairs around to try to get where the chairs are not, because I had two chairs that had like, you know, those armrests, so it sits away from the table, and that gives where the cats could jump up in the chair and then have an easy access to the table, despite me trying to have rules that, no, you're not allowed on the table. If we don't sit on it, you don't sit on it. Very simple rule, but cats don't always understand. I was going to say, can they speak English yet? That's... Uh, well, cats can learn a few words, and they'll learn what that word means. I mean, you know, they're kind of like a dog where they get that certain oh, word or certain yeah. phrase. They understand certain phrases, and they'll, and they'll get that into a memory, and they know that that has meaning for them. They'll learn it. So, um, but, yeah, I that hasn't worked because now we've seen because, and I swear it's got to have been the kitten who seems like, oh, well, I, I can get up on the table. Now one of the older cats feels like, well, if they, she's on the table, then I can get on the table. Well, and yeah, she's we'll jumped from the around. floor to the table. <laughs> so, you know, we don't need no chair to climb up here. We can jump from the floor to up on the table. So I have bad kitties. And I told the, the kitten, you're, you're about five minutes away from going to a shelter. Although my wife would not be happy. Oh, my wife is the one that blames me for bringing home the kitten. It's like, well, we didn't need that third cat. That's you that brought it home because you had to save it from the dog at your friend's house. Uh, but now she's very attached to them, so she would be very upset with me if I took that one to a shelter because, like, we don't need a third kitty. But I can't help it. I love my kitties. They're just pains in the neck. So there's my funny stuff for the week, but also the bad things of the weekend. This is why we didn't have a show last weekend and why we're a little, you know, a little behind. Uh, I took a shower one Saturday morning, went downstairs to do some laundry, and had water flooding up into our laundry room basement. Uh, our sewer, our main sewer line coming out of the house is broken, thanks to this tree in the yard. Um, those of you who are of the praying persuasion, I appreciate your prayers because uh, I'm learning of some trust issues because we have not tithed. This, for those of you in the non-Christian persuasion, I'm going to be speaking foreign languages to you. But we, I had not been tithing for, for a lot for months, and I've been wrestling with it because it seemed like we just couldn't afford to do it. And I felt like I was God was dealing with me on it, and then this happened. We have a major struggle. Insurance was going to cover ten thousand, but there was the the cost overall is is like fifteen hundred, probably more, or not fifteen hundred, but fifteen thousand, maybe more. Uh, we don't know until it's done. Uh, but I did manage to get a new loan from the, my my credit union and get rid of an old loan and stack of the loans together and all this stuff. So it's going to manage to be paid for. But we need need to pray that I'm able to make this payment of the new loan and that it, the cost of this does not go over the cost of what we have now set aside from the insurance company and this loan. But it's I've I've already had at the beginning of the month a one bill that I was not able to pay. And boy, part of my brain says if you hadn't tithed, you could have paid that bill. But I'm trying to be faithful. This is a trust exercise for me. I'm having to learn to trust stronger than I ever did before and trust that God's got this. Uh, so, But because I was dealing with some stuff, I was really in no mood to present a fun show. So I, we've waited a week. So we might be a little behind on a few trailers, but that's why. But I wanted to let you all know. But you know what made me feel better? And I think I already told you this, Philip. What's that, brother? It's December. It's Christmas month, and Amen. we we had a wonderful time. The, uh, the, some more comedy. This is gonna be. You're all gonna have some fun with me at this. 
I do not like heights, but we went and we decorated the church on Saturday. <laughs> and, you know, playing, I brought in, I mean, I, I, I dug through where my Christmas music was. And, I mean, I got a Frank Sinatra CD and a Bing Crosby yes. and Burl Lives and Elvis. I got some good Christmas music. And we put it on like a spinner in the church and we're just playing the Christmas music and putting up a tree. But Philip's mother had me go and climb up to the rafters of the church and wind garlanding around it. And then when I was done with that, she said, can you climb up onto the roof of this here thing and hang our giant wreath up in the, our big upper window? And I was terrified. <laughs> terrified. I didn't tell anyone you're doing this. That wasn't me. I, I've kept it to myself. I, I do not do well with heights. I'm scared of ladders. I don't like being up on ladders. And the transition from being up on a ladder to get up onto the roof is scary because there's that I have to change where my center of gravity and my balance is. And so I was kind of crawling, and I was my inner Spider-Man was going, but Philip was staying with me. He says, don't worry, man. I'm not going to let you fall. You know, Philip was out there with me. And I got the receivers. But it was scary to get from the roof back onto the ladder as well. So, ooh. What, what was humorous to me, though, and I can say this to you all, it was humorous to me. I was like, so we have this Spider-Man slash Peter Pan, Spider-Pan here. <laughs> and he he's scared of the heights. And I was like, I'm not going to make fun of him for this because it happens. But I thought, this is funny to me in a sense. I didn't laugh, but I was like, this is funny looking to me because if the people were there with me on the show, I could say it now, seeing how you open it up. Yeah. I was thinking, there's giggling going on because we got Spider Pan here. I'm scared well, he's going to fall. I wish my but pixie dust was hook. real and not fantasy, you, though. You remember you remember the hook of the movie Hook? <laughs> not being in this slingshot would make me very happy. Happy, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But you know, this is if you're having a rough time. It's been it's been a rough year. It's been a rough few yes. years. It's Christmas time. That's right. Do some decorating. Listen to some music. Mm-hmm. And even I, I and I've, I had to post to Facebook. I'm not sure that we're going to be able to get people gifts. Although I did find we've got room on a credit card, and I'm going to try to get some little things for people because I I feel bad well, if I can't. I want to be able to give people. I understand things. that. That's part of the Just fun of Christmas. That, yes. It is, so. but remember that gifts aren't what it's about. I know. But it's, it's, it's a spirit. I know it makes you feel good. I want to. I want to do stuff, and that's great. But whether you do or not, or not everybody loves you for you. And I'm not yeah. just talking to you, Jeremy. I'm talking to everybody. Yeah. Because uh, because sometimes people just can't afford it, and and people love you for you. And when people do give you gifts, or rather they don't, people love you for you. Yeah. And cr- Christmas is about Christ, and He was the greatest gift. And rather, if you're not a Christian out there, and uh, and all. I want you to know that Jesus loves you, and and we love you. Even if we don't know you, we love you because we agape love you. That means uh, love you with the, the power and the love of the Lord. Yeah. That's how it is. Yeah. yeah. But it's time to get to some news. So yes. I'm going to hit this button. No, not that one. Not that one either. Spanning the Disney and Geek Universe to bring you the best in comics, toys, movies, and entertainment. This is news from around Neverland. Okay, the most important piece of news that I need to tell y'all... Oops, I I shouldn't have clicked that link. That is my RSS feed. Uh, I am in the process of changing my podcast host. I've been with Libsyn for uh, nearly... Well, guess what? This is the beginning of our 10th season. 
Yes. So I've been with him for like nine years, nearly. I mean, uh, I I didn't start out with Libsyn, but uh, uh, Paul of the Window to the Magic helped me get on Libsyn uh, back then because I needed I needed more bandwidth because I had you know I started getting listeners, so uh, I needed I needed to be able to expand on that. But um, I've got another guy, James Kennison, which he's been on the show before of that story show, uh, has pointed me towards Red Circle because I've noticed you know I've I tell everybody that hey uh, if I'm going to have ads in the show. If you don't want to hear the ads, then become a Patreon supporter and you can get your own RSS feed where you will not have any ads. Plus, you'll get to see video occasionally of us doing the show with special guests. Right now, we're actually I'm recording video of us recording this episode, which will be up on Patreon. So you'd like to, a video version. There's a lot, there's fun reasons to come and be a Patreon supporter, and it does help me pay and cover the cost of the show. But uh, he told me about Red Circle. And Red Circle actually has a cheaper plan that I can be on that's cost less than what I was paying at Libsyn, and I can put ads back in that they'll supply ads. Hopefully I have a little bit of choice on the ads because that story show, I heard an ad on his show, and it was in Spanish. And I'm like, um, I can't understand it. I don't know what they're trying to sell me. But uh, but I will be putting <laughs> some ads into this show. And if you do not want to hear those ads, come become a Patreon supporter, and that way you're still helping me out. But otherwise, listen to the ads and appreciate the fact that I have ads, and the ads will help me to fund and pay for the show. So I'll give you that there. But please, within the next few weeks, or during this month, the Libsyn feed will go away. Hopefully everything's switching you already over to this Red Circle feed, but you may have to go and search search the feed down again and, and make sure you're using an RSS feed for... for um, that says Red Circle. I am going to be updating the website NeverlandPodcast.com to have an RSS feed sending you the feed from Red Circle. I will I will get that updated pretty pretty quickly. Uh, the ads will begin in January because that's when I'm going to pay for my first month. Right now I'm on there for free, uh, and that's not fair. I would do that for the transition because I've already paid Libsyn for the month, and I don't want to pay twice. But uh, this is going to save me some money uh, going over there, and plus also bring some income in to help pay for the show by having some ads in the show. So. Uh, very, very important. Make sure by the end of the month you are still subscribed. You may have to search for us again, but I will provide the RSS feed on the website by the end of the month, okay? But it's very, very important. I let you know that. Something else is very, very important. I got to let you know. So if you happen to be near the Kansas City area or you just like to travel for uh, for for um, conventions and whatnot, March 17th through the 19th, 2023, at Planet Comic Con, Kansas City, William Shatner will be here. Yes. And when I was looking at the website, because I'm, I'm making some plans to have a couple of panels there, uh, we're, we're going to do some Disney panels, some vintage Disney panels about Walt himself. So I, I'm planning yes. on that. I need to, I'm confirming with uh, Kay Mellons from Marceline at the, at the museum up there if she wants to come down and help me with one. And also, oh, Marceline. Giancarlo Esposito, who I mainly yes. know for being in the Mandalorian series. He was a villain in the first season. Uh, I, don't, I don't remember that he survived far into the second season. Uh, if you even survive the first season, but he is such a great actor. Uh, but he will be there on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, we've also got Roy Thomas, uh, some writers on already coming in here, and Amanda Connor, Rachel Lee Cook, Chris freaking Claremont, buddy. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I have any Chris Claremont uh, X-Men comics, but I wish I had some. Rachel Lee Cook, of course, you'll know from She's All That, Josie and the pa- Pussycats, and uh, I guess she's done some voices on Final Fantasy. I, they might be talking about that first Final Fantasy animated movie. Uh, that they did the um, sure. uh, forgot what uh, it was. I need the to look spirits up all within. The names, man. <laughs> yeah, Rachel Lee Cook. Uh, the the photos she have, she's still beautiful. She's still yeah, all course, that. Yeah. So, 
but she's coming into go. town. I can't say I'm a huge fan of her, but that's pretty cool. Uh, I did I did see oh. that she's all that. It's an, it's not a bad movie. It's pretty good. It was it was very much the '90s. That was our time, and it was uh, I think it was based off of Shakespeare. It was I think the Taming of the Shrew. I, I think it is yeah, slightly based off of that. Um, yeah, there's only one curse word in there too, and it's it's understandable when she cusses. Because when she finds out what's really the story of what's what's happening to her, which I would say, but I don't want to spoil it. But granted, it's William Shatner. Yes, I love William Shatner. William F. and Shatler. Shatner. Hey, <laughs> hey, you know what he did? And for I mean, me. friggin', yeah. yeah, you know what he did for me. He, uh, when I went and he he got his picture with me, I in case y'all hadn't heard, I got to go meet him. I, I'd already had his autograph, mm-hmm. but. Uh, I got my picture with him. I had just came out of an entire month in the hospital with three brain surgeries, yeah. uh, including removing a tumor, my, my fourth tumor. And, uh, he hit, when I went to see him, I had to go and I, uh, I had just had the, uh, stitches removed from my head the day before I went in there in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. And, um, so when I went to do that, I went, I, I could only be there for a short while. I was so weak. Yeah, but I went there in a wheelchair. Where you were there long enough for us to do a panel. That's about it. Yeah, and I could barely talk. Remember, I couldn't say much. I went yeah. in there, and uh, my friend wheeled me over there. They said that they weren't doing pictures at this point in time. I brought the money to have them do it, and uh, they wouldn't uh, let me get my picture with them. So instead, they took me behind the curtain where he was at. He came out, has picture with me, and he w- he would not take my money. He said no, no. He had, he has picture taken with me. Was kind. They w- he would not receive my money. I thought that was the kindest yeah. thing, and what a, what a nice guy. I don't care what other people say. That's my captain. I love the guy. That's, that's <laughs> the, the, he is the Shatner. He that's is the right, Shatner. Man. I love I love that so, man. I hope I get He's a chance 90, to, to meet him. Yeah, I hope I get a chance to meet him it. while we're there. Yes, the line might it. be excruciating, and I'm I'm usually fairly busy when I go to convention. I'm trying to cover a lot of stuff. You know, uh, what he is we'll always going to be for me. Still old. Friend. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. But so that's coming up. And those of you in the kind of be in the Kansas City area, keep an eye out. I do hope to have like two different panels I'm I'm gonna develop. So we'll see what happens. Also, all right, so the next thing, uh, this is I put this as a news story more as a question. Bob Iger is back. Does it matter? So a lot of Disney fans were super excited. Oh, Bob Iger's back. He's gonna fix everything. You realize Bob Iger was the beginning of everything going wrong at Disney. Okay. Well, Bob Chapek just continued what will. Bob Iger was doing. What, so, what, what's his name again? Bob what? Chapek. Chapek. Ch- Chapek. Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, hopefully it will matter. Hopefully. Yeah. We'll but it, it may not make things better. Either yeah, way, we'll I've been become very undisnified for what they've done. But I still love yes. vintage Disney, and I'm still all, I'm all about Walt and some Me classic too. Mickey. So, but I just wanted to get at least say it out there. But here's the fun stuff. Okay, so. Uh, granted, some of you are probably like might be Xbox players, <gasps> Sorry. but um, uh, the official PlayStation blog here, I want to share. So every month when you have your PlayStation Plus, uh, and I'm on the, I think I think I'm on the premium. I I don't know, but I'm on the maximum, so I'm paying seventeen ninety nine a month. But I got to tell you, if you've never played these games, Mass Effect Legendary Edition, which I believe is the entire trilogy, well, the PS4 edition will be available for you Tuesday, December 6th, until Monday, January 2nd. Uh, you can add it to your what, catalog. What game is that? Mass Effect, the Legendary Edition, the PS4 Edition. And it is going to, I think it's the entire trilogy. Because all the all these games, I mean, the, this is a game that 
what you did in the first game, it would read when you when the second game came out, it would read your save file for the first game and say, okay, here's where you left off with how your interactions with the other characters was. It, it would remember what what you did. Uh, and this is probably one of the greatest science fiction trilogy games you're ever going to play. Hmm. And it's going to be available if you have this premium membership. I think all memberships of PlayStation Plus, you're going to get a chance to have it. And uh, I already own them for PS3, but I, you know, when, they, when it came up for PS4, I was like, I kind of would almost want to get it again just because it's going to be a little bit uh, higher uh, style graphics. But uh, hey, I already as long as I have my Plus membership, I will have access to this game as long as I go and I get it added to my library starting December the 6th. Which for when we're recording it is tomorrow, and I had to let you all know it's available because if you have not played Mass Effect, you owe it to yourself to play Mass Effect. If you love Star Wars, if you love Star Trek, yes, you're gonna love this. You're gonna love this because you you don't have the Force, but you have these like psionic powers that you get to use, and you're on like a big ship. You have a crew to interact with. It is fan flipping tastic. Okay, I want to try that. You must, brother. You must. You would love this. I think Seth is the first person that even recommended it to me. Really? Yeah. Yes, back when it came out, I was like, oh, this Mass Effect, you got to get it. It's so good. I remember, and, I remember uh, him talking about it. Yeah. He, I remember him saying that if you you being the Star Trek and Star Wars, he, says, he told me, I remember it now. Oh, yeah. He said, you'd really like it. Yeah. Oh, yes. Tomorrow, buddy, I, go get it. Yeah, I may have to try that. Because the thing is, is um, you all know, I've said, I have brain effects. That's That should be the name of a new game, brain yeah, effects. Brain effects. <laughs> But I have brain effects, so I have to be careful with games. That's why I don't play as many games as I would like to. I just can't. I, yeah. Plus, I'm busy, you know. But I, um, games are fun to escape. Sometimes it's just fun. Yeah, that's what I do with movies and stuff too. Really, just get get away from the world. But that, that it would be fun to kind of be the captain for a while. That's yeah. why I enjoy. That's why I collect a lot of things. I collect. I have a a collection. I, Jeremy, I don't know if you got to see it yet. Uh, with some of my uh, Star Trek toys and things I have. I was able to collect. Someone makes uh, 3D. They what we call is 3D, like a 3D printed uh, type of thing. Yeah, they three 3D printed. I already had the captain's chair from the action figure and all, so they uh, 3D printed the uh, oh the front uh, desk and all stuff. Oh. We call it for uh, for where like his, like his panels and stuff. Yeah, whatever. the panels for where Sulu and Chekhov was set. Nice. And they also got chairs for Scotty and and uh, Sulu. So what I did is I I ordered a box set from where they had. I already had the figures for it. They got just a box thing for the old figures. And I took my old box set and I cut out the background part, put it all behind them. For yeah, so technically it's made for smaller figures, but the way I cut it all, it looks like it sits behind them nice. just right. Yeah. Nice. It's, it, it, you'll like it. It's like you're on the set. And I even took old, what they call pom poms. Uh, and with that one Kirk I have in the green, I have pom poms all around where it looks like he's sitting with tribbles. <laughs> <laughs> I think you, you took like, a picture it. of it and show. I, I, I yeah, feel like I, I saw I it. Yeah. Yeah, I think I did. But yep. So that's anyway. all I have for some news. And I got to keep the show rolling. So it's time go to ahead, get into our inner redneck and go to the trailer park. There you go. Mama, now the gator got in the house. Now the gator. Give me that sugar. Come here. Get him off. Get that game. The Neverland Trailer Park. All righty. So first, Transformers Rise of the Beast. I didn't even know this was coming. Yeah. 
man down! I'm not the one to fear, Prime. There is a darkness coming. Coming June 8th, uh, let me read the, some description here for you. It says, returning to the action and spectacle that captured moviegoers around the world, Transformers Rise of the Beast will take audiences on a 90s globetrotting adventure with the Autobots and introduce a whole new breed of Transformer, the Maximals, to the existing battle on Earth between Autobots and Decepticons. Directed by Stephen Capel Jr. and starring Anthony Ramos and Dominic Fishback, the film arrives in cinemas June 8th, 2023. So this... Um, Seems to follow more after the Bumblebee film. Which I enjoyed that more yeah, than the others, honestly. That was actually Don't get better. Me wrong, I enjoyed the first one, but after that first movie, I didn't like I'm talking about yeah. the one in, in what, the old, was it 2007? The very or first Transformers movie, which I think part of that was just it was like, hey, cool, Transformers. Yeah. yeah. But after that, it got, in my opinion, raunchy. And it, 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 yeah, it, it did. It got away from the family fun, in my yeah. opinion. And what I liked about Bumblebee is that we got to see the characters look like we remembered them from the eighties yeah, and they're continuing from, yeah. that. And we get to see yeah. even jazz in his Porsche form. Uh, yes. now, Bumblebee has already turned into his, his Camaro form at this point. Uh, yeah. but it, it's kind of weird how they do these prequel things because they, they seem to establish like the first time a lot of the Autobots had come to earth was in yeah. that very first movie. And now there's like, well, forget about that. Let's just go in here because we really ruined those other ones. But I uh, did you ever watch the Transformers Beast Wars? I really didn't watch much of it. I only watched a little. The only thing that I enjoyed about it, honestly, this is not to put it down because if there are a lot of people who loved it, it. So, yeah. 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 And for, for what I did enjoy about it was I thought now, in all reality, the comic, the uh, Comic-Con, hello, I meant to say the, the computer effects at the time. You can't compare it to now. Yeah. The it computer was animation new. was we're, very new still. We're talking 1995, 96. And, but at the same time, I mean, the only other show we had that was, was even close to that at the time was Reboot. Mm, and, yeah. uh, and really looking at now, it's almost sad. But, but at the same time, that was all you had. And so that was ahead of its time. Yeah. And, and, but I got to say, of the kind of show for it to do that, Transformers fit because, it is something that's supposed to be robotic and, and robotic stuff. Yeah. That's why I thought Toy Story was so good. I'm not talking about the animation itself, even. I'm talking about 
something that's robotic or a toy a or toy. something that's already yeah if it looks plasticky then it fits <laughs> yeah it's, or something robotic that's supposed to move kind of unreal something yeah. it, people are like oh but they were supposed to be apes no no they weren't they were, they were robots that were looking like that and yeah it, they were it's supposed to move kind of animals. weird yeah yeah something almost unreal yeah. and it fit and it i can't tell if that's the original voice for Ultimus primal or not I think it is. I think it might be, but I I can't be 100% sure. If it's if it's not, the guy really has it he down. He does a really good well. voice for Ultimus Primal. Yeah. Yeah, so. I like it. And of course we got yeah. the great Peter Cullen back for oh, Optimus yeah. Prime because you can't do Optimus Prime without Peter Cullen. Yeah. No matter how many cartoons well, Peter, they're making now Peter's without the him. Man. He's yeah, the you, man. Yeah, Peter he's the man. He is the one. Oh yes. So I actually am kind of excited for that one. Yeah, that one looks good. Yep. I, I I really did enjoy the Bumblebee. Yeah, movie. I liked Bumblebee. I mean, it was fun. I Even really if did. John that Cena was, was in it. <laughs> well, but you know, John Cena did a good job because yeah. he was kind of a jerk, and he he showed his, some of his acting chops in that. Yeah. But uh, well, I'm going to move on to the next one. Something else I'm pretty excited for: the Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh, me too. Not sure if you know who I am, but I'm about to rule the world. Wow, uh, <laughs> yay. But there's one problem. There's a human has a mustache just like you. Do you think I know every human being with a mustache wearing an identical outfit with a hat with the letter of his first name on it? <laughs> because I don't. <laughs> is coming. Together, we are going to stop that monster. How? Look at us. We're adorable. <laughs> oh, I got this. No problem. <laughs> yes! Come on, Mario! Our big adventure begins now! Ah, get it off, get it off, get it off! <laughs> There's a huge universe out there with a lot of galaxies. They're all counting on us. No pressure. April from Illumination Entertainment. And what I love so much about that is, you know, bringing in like like where, where Mario is trying to train and he's basically yes. playing through stuff that looks like levels out of a Mario game and then even throwing in a Mario Kart. Yes. Uh. And the music and the, the, the sound effects. And mm -hmm. plus, I love Charlie Day's voice. It's so obnoxious and fun. Charlie and Davis. I love it. Who? I say Charlie. I meant to say Charlie Day. <laughs> Who's Charlie Day? Charlie Day. He's from. Um, He's from um, oh, uh, always uh, sunny in Philadelphia, and who is uh, he playing? Do you know? Oh, in oh yeah, he's Luigi. Oh, okay. Yeah, nice. that's why he's like 
he has a see some people have almost a cartoony voice anyway he's the one that i'm always comparing to sean because he's oh yeah excited you know our, our buddy sean he he's always getting this real excited voice and then suddenly kind of goes back down and get, he but that, that fits perfect sounds a little like me so uh, but, someone uh, Luigi. Yeah. What also I love about this is Chris Pratt. There's so many people that have doubted Chris Pratt and what he's going to do oh, as Mario. But then at the end, as he's kind of hops his his go kart there, he has this little woohoo! Sounds just yeah, like perfect. the Mario we know in the 3D games. So I'm like, come That's on, y'all. Perfect. He's got it down. I am super excited. I'm stoked. Bring it now, on. Is this kind of a? You may not know. I don't know if they they shared with this. Is this somewhat of an origins yes, story? Yes, this is Mario okay, and Luigi okay. first coming into the Mushroom Kingdom, and they're even going to be hinting in on uh, Luigi's Mansion from the look of things a little bit. They're okay. going to bring everything like you it. know of the Mario games and bring it together. I like it. Something else I'm super excited for though: Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Oh, can't wait! We were gone for quite a while. But no matter what happens next, the galaxy still needs its guardians. Hello, we come in peace. <laughs> come on, Drax, seriously, dude? No, dude, no, no! Ow! <laughs> Please don't copyright strike me. Where are we came from? We have been running our whole lives. Pete, I'm done running. Fly away together. One last time. Into the forever. That beautiful sky. Kill anyone. Kill a few people. Kill no people. Kill one guy, one stupid guy who no one loves. Now you're just making it sad. <laughs> May 5th, 2023. Yeah, can't wait. The fun thing is, like, normally we have like these 70s or 80s classic rock songs, and now we've got yeah. a 90s rock song being yeah. used in there, uh, which I hope to be, you know, I, I don't get a copyright strike for that song being kind of used fairly heavily in there. But, uh, oh my goodness. Uh, we, we only got one good. look at Adam Warlock, and it's the actor who, uh, kind of not quite the Joker in the Gotham series. Also, he's in the, uh, the speaking of the um, Je- uh, Jedi, wow, the Star Wars, and we were, we were just no, talking about that him. game. That's not him. That that was a young man who was on, um, oh, the, uh, what was the name of that show? No, he used to be a, a dorky dude. Um, or oh, he used to look okay. Dorky. I think I can think the other actor. They look very similar, but yeah, they do. Okay, I think I know who you're talking got, about. But the thing is, people are like, oh, he's a dork. He was on that movie where he, I hate to use this filthy reference, but uh, he got bit by a spider in that movie or whatever it was, and uh, he got swollen down there. And uh, But what happened in uh, 
he ended up later on becoming buff when he played a Viking in this uh, hmm. show. I watched it on Netflix. He's part of it. But he's a good actor. Yeah. And, uh, and he's Adam Warlock. We're finally we're finally getting that because yes. we were teased at it at the I've end of the waiting. last film. I've been waiting for Adam Warlock for a long, long yeah. time. And I think he looks good as him myself. Yeah, it looks pretty I think cool. He looks really good. But this I'm looks looking forward to it. Like we're going to get a little bit of origin of Rocket. Uh, and it uh, looks yes. like a very big emotional story. Still going to have the humor in the heart. Uh, yes. This I'm excited about this. And while we're mentioning this, I also got to give my recommendation yes. to the Guardians of the yes. Galaxy holiday special that's on Disney yes, Plus. That was great. That was fan stinkintastic. And I love Kevin Bacon as himself. Yes, uh, I thought he sh- he could have acted a little more like Kevin Bacon, but Kevin Bacon he did a pretty good job behaving like himself. Yeah. I almost <laughs> believed he really was Kevin Bacon. <laughs> I, I almost, you know, they, I don't know. I thought they could have got someone who could have acted a little more like him, but you know, he tried. Yeah, no, <laughs> and great, I kind of want the soundtrack because they had a lot of fun music yes. in that as well. Some original songs even. And and what I loved about it too, it, I don't know how many of you have seen the. Star Wars holiday special, whatever they called it. The uh, but I loved how they had a lot of references and, and salutes to that. That was awesome. Bit of a nod, <laughs> yep. But I really yeah. got to keep the show moving because we're almost sure. an hour into it, and I got a lot to do. So we're moving ahead, on. I have one last trailer. I miss the desert. I miss the sea. I miss waking up every morning, wondering what wonderful adventure the new day will bring to us. Those days have come and gone. Perhaps, perhaps not. I don't believe in magic, but a few times in my life, I've seen things. Things I can't explain. And I've come to believe it's not so much what you believe. It's how hard you believe it. One of the weakest Indian Jewish scientists. Oh, I'm his her godfather. Get back. June 30th, Indiana Jones and yes. the Dial of the Dial Destiny. Of Destiny. Yeah, kind of a weak yes. title. Now I like I, the title. I'm, I'm used to it already. But here's the truth here, is, let me read this. But we're not done. Okay, Harrison Ford returns as the legendary hero archaeologist in the highly anticipated fifth installment of the Okinic iconic Indiana Jones franchise, which is directed <laughs> by James Mangold, known as Ford versus Ferrari and the Logan. Along starring along with Ford are Phoebe Waller Bridge from Fleabag, Antonio Banderas. Hey, I'm from Pain and Glory. Pain and Glory. Yes. What is that? John Rhys Davies. Oh, we know John Rhys Davies. 
Seanette Renee so Wilson of Black Panther, Thomas Kreshman from Das Boot, Toby Jones from Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. I think a lot of other stuff too, Toby Jones. Yes. Boyd Holbrook also from Logan, Oliver Richters from Black Widow, Ethan Isidore from Mortel, and Mads Mikkelsen, Fantastic Beasts of Secret of Dumbledore. Mads Mikkelsen, so much stuff, really. Directed yes. by James Mangold. This film is produced by Kathleen Kennedy. There's your warning. Frank Marshall and Simon uh, Emanuel with, with Steven Spielberg and George Lucas serving as executive producers. Yes. Thank goodness. John Williams, who has yes. scored each Indian adventure since the original Raiders of the Lost Ark in 1981, is once again composing the score. So yes, and there, he's 90 years old. There is some good in there. But some yes. insider information that's been coming out is this is time travel. And yes, what's going to happen is the bad people are going to be time traveling, going back and messing things up. Indy will go back in time, and in the end, his younger self, which so far it's they're still working on the computer animation, putting the younger face, and so some of the shots are not quite there. But his younger self will die, wiping Indiana Jones out from history, where he will be replaced by the woman you see in here with a Disney Plus series that is in the plans right now. That is currently what we are fairly sure about from insider information. Well, we'll see. We'll see, but what if I if they see, do it, they're going to have a lot of very angry Indiana Jones fans, and they're not yeah, going to watch this that. Disney Plus series. I've heard that, but I also have heard that some of that is uh, not true. I've heard that that's bull roar uh, from some people. They they said that that's uh, been a rumor that someone uh, started. Well, that, uh, apparently, they, a lot of these rumors are starting to get confirmed, but we haven't seen it yet. Yeah, they but said if they that, do uh, it. They'll, oh. They said there's only going to be one Indiana Jones, so now that well, much we know. Well, she won't be Indiana Jones, but she'll take over the franchise. Yeah, I see. And we've well, already, we, we're already seeing this James Bond. They've killed him off so they can replace him with a woman. And, well, they said that that won't be happening either, as far as James Unless they've Bond. decided to back off. That was the plan. Yeah. Anyway, the— uh, so. Just to be fair and warning you that that could be what happens in this movie, but it still looks like it's going to... I love the scene at the end here with his whip, and he's like, get back with the whip, and then they all pull a gun on him because it's like that joke on him of what he did with the swordsman. I like that. That's funny. The Dial of Destiny doesn't bother me because the original title that I heard, I don't remember what it was now, but it really sounded bad. So this that's better. Dial of Destiny is better, and it also goes back to at least... It's we know the dial, and I'm pretty sure that's the round thing we kept seeing. I, I know y'all yeah, can't there, see. Yeah, you only really get a good shot of one little round little th- thing, yeah. device that might be the dial thing. I don't know, but so yeah, at least people were already making jokes. Hurt. The dial does it go all the way up to eleven? Yeah, oh, yeah. I haven't seen I the jokes the already. To yeah, I hope the movie goes to eleven. It better. Uh, <laughs> well, and, uh, it, I don't it, trust it, Disney with the Lucasfilm franchise. Well, hopefully this they have burned us so. with three Star Wars sequels burned with a recent series that I will not name. I'm not going to mention it, but we've been burned a lot. But at the same time, we have gotten stuff like Andor, but that's more of John Favreau and yeah. Dave Filoni's work of what the Mandalorian and some of the good stuff has been through Star Wars. But stuff that usually Kathleen Kennedy's got her name on has been ugh. not grand. Yeah. However, so there's a big potential. They are going to completely screw this up. It could. We'll see. I, I try to give everything a chance, and sometimes I'm disappointed. Sometimes I'm not. But we'll see. Yeah. The only I might not go opening have, day. I may wait to see some reviews to find out if they really have wrecked it. I'm going because the truth be told, um, I can't be more disappointed than I was with the last one, and that has Spielberg. <laughs> oh, I and could Lucas, be because so. that one has those moments of fun. The only problem I really have with that one is Shia LaBeouf and the fact that it was aliens that didn't seem to fit oh, with Indiana Jones. That, the rest of it really was still fun and enjoyable, the I thought. The effects were horrible, too. <laughs> they, uh, yeah, monkeys, they leaned too much on the computer instead of the practical effects that we loved Lucas, from the original movies. Lucas. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. Luke, one of Lucas's biggest problems, uh, he doesn't listen to his own 
he does his own words. His, his own words. Story. Yeah. But yeah, you had a lot of great that. actors. I mean, John Hurt was in oh, that yeah. last one. There's so. a lot of good ones in this one too. I, yeah, I, a lot I've of good actors. Them. We already even yeah, we just had a list of uh, yeah. some of them I'm not familiar yeah, with, but really some really great ones. And oh, so. and I can't remember his name, Jeremy. The guy who was on the Harry Potter movie uh, as the teacher, and he was in the last uh, Indiana Jones movie. He's John Hurt back again. John and he, Hurt. He's okay, not a teacher in the Harry Potter movies. He's he's the wand maker. Wand no no no. Um, John Hurt. He was in the last movie. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. he was a he was a teacher though. Uh, nope. In in one of the movies, he was a teacher, and not he in the, came not in the uh, Harry Potter ones. Maybe some other movies, but he was also in Hellboy as uh, Professor Broom. Um, okay. He, yeah, he's he's passed away, but he was in at least two Harry Potter films because he's the one. He was Ollivander. Ollivander. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that's yeah. Of. Yeah, that's right. But we got to keep the show moving, so I'm going to sure, move things right along by hitting this button. Oh, Want to see a movie? Yeah. Any good? It was bad. I'm fuzzy on the whole good bad thing. My eyeballs could have been sucked from their sockets. I like it a lot. The best movie ever made. A fandom nexus movie review. Okay, we got three movies, man, and uh, some of this I didn't get to watch one of them. Uh, I had meant to, but I just haven't gotten around to it. I kind of want to watch the first one, but it's a lot of sequels. First one I've got on my list is the Christmas Story Christmas, which was not a disappointment. It. It's it's I love it. I didn't love it as much as the classic, but it was fun. Oh, it never will. Yeah, it'll never live up to. But Christmas Story Christmas was thank goodness good, clean, wholesome fun. Absolutely. My my big mistake. Now I've already seen a lot of the other tries attempts at, at a sequel. Story, <laughs> you know, well, and they weren't good. Yeah. Uh, some of them were okay as far as being connected, and at least they had the original guys. Yeah, at least know, Gene Shepard did write those. Yeah, but but I got to tell you. Um, this one was really good. Yeah. Really good. And it was fun. And at least it connected and had, everybody was original yes, except for the had, lady. Yeah. Except for mama. mom. But she's still great. Yeah. Oh, of and course. It, it, oh, what's her name? Dang it. She plays on what about Bob and some airplane other airplane and, uh, and other films. But yeah. anyway, the, the show had everyone else was, was original and yeah, they did so a good so nice job. to see them all, you know, it did a good job and it connected to things. Even the loss of a loved one and other mm-hmm. things, and and I won't go into all that except to say that don't want to spoil it. Really brought yeah. it. Well, the, the great thing that I love about it too was, um, it's even like your loved ones are still with you when they're not yeah. with you in a way, especially and that I love. Yeah. Oh, especially Christmas. That's necessary. Yeah. And it was I very love- similar. Like I noticed, it seemed like a, some of the story was lifted a little bit out of National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, where yeah. you got Clark Griswold who's trying to make the perfect Christmas. He wants a great, good yeah. old fashioned Christmas, and that's really what Ralphie's trying to do because he's trying mm-hmm. to save Christmas. Because uh, as his mother tells them, "I don't want your children to remember this is the year that Grandpa died a week before Christmas." That was a really great. Yeah, thing. that that brought it to heart and and realizing and it's funny because you see Ralphie trying so hard, but it's the stuff he doesn't try to do. That works kind of like Groundhog Day. It's when he's not yeah. trying that something natural and real happens. Um, well, except for when he's trying to be a better person. But yeah, so it was. Yeah, it was we, a we lot of so hard sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> like the, the it was the because the, there was a lot of accidents and a lot of oh no oh no oh no and then huh that was fun we had a snowball fight you know and then yeah. oh no a lot of oh no things going wrong that you're like oh but instead of being stressful there's so much heart behind the things I, that go I watched wrong it three times already. I just, oh wow I love. There's just so much. Truth is, there's a lot of times I did that when I was trying to go to sleep and I couldn't, but because it relaxed me. Yeah. It's so relaxing to see them again. And they even got the, the guy to play his brother come back. And yeah. that was nice. It was, nice it was good to see him, everybody. you know, because it's almost like a family reunion in a way. It when was. You, people you've grown up with, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it was great to, 
we finally get to see um uh what's the name of, what's the name of the neighbors help me my brain is oh the uh, oh the oh golly the bumpuses the bumpuses yes. we get to see one of the kids of the bumpuses and and of course the hound because the, the, the son of a gun we'll call it son of a gun son yeah. of a gun bumpuses yeah. you can see one son of the hounds of that one. Yep. The bumpuses. And they, and they, they adopted Ralphie instead of his old man. <laughs> yeah. That, and that, you know, but that's the, the truth. When you do lose a loved one, as you know, I've lost my father. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of times I find myself taking up the mantle in a sense. And now my, so does my brothers. Yeah. They take up his mantle. We all, my sister too, they, my sisters, they take, we, we have our fathers with us and our mothers. And we, we try to take up the mantle to keep spreading that joy. I tried yeah. that for my mom. Uh, others do that for their uh, their kids, and all we try to help keep that cheer going and, and be that part of them is still going. And, and so I understand it; it makes yeah. sense. And they are with us yeah. in a way. And there's definitely a very predictable subplot going on. Sure, that's, sure. That's, that you kind of know where it's going, and you see it at the sure. beginning. It's like, oh, okay, it's when when this happens, he's going to be able to this. And and one thing that's but, definitely different, though, I mean, the first I one, what, what makes the original one so much fun is everything's from a child's point of view. Yes. And that's what part makes it part of the fun. And I thought, well, are they they really going to be able to do that this time? Because we're going to still go from Ralphie's point of view. But we got the movie as grown up with those of us that kind of grew up with the movie being around. Now we can look at things from that grown up point of view. And it still worked. It's not yeah. the it's not the same type of humor as from the child's point of view, but still getting getting a look at everything as an adult and appreciate Christmas as an adult and what we can the time we could spend with our families was yeah. great. And I and even love the fact good. that did you realize when you looked that that was the same Santa and the same two elves working at Higby's? When was, I looked at really? him, I was like, oh! and then when they even at the uh, what I love is during the credits they sh- they showed pictures of the of the from the old movie and the new one to show comparisons how they did similar things and you could tell yes there was the same actors playing I Santa no, and the two elves I, I had no idea yeah which I, I didn't I, look it up but when I looked at him I said oh my gosh it's them I know I did because I did, they didn't look the same to me so that's oh why they, they yeah you they could, they're older but you could see yeah. it in the eyes and the face I was like oh they even got them back. So uh, it was just a really nice. It was almost like a tribute to the original film in a lot of ways. So it was and worth yet, watching. And yet it gave us it gave us what we wanted. You yeah. know, it was great to see fan Flick service <laughs> and, to see Flick and uh, what's his name, uh, uh, Swartz or what's Swartz. Swartz, yeah, Swartz, yeah, vengeance, <laughs> vengeance, and and like they've been at it this whole time wanting to hurt each other. It's so much uh, fun. Yes. I just loved it. I love seeing that. You know. All right, but we got to move on to the next movie because I got to yes. keep the show rolling. We're already over an hour. So Disenchanted, I didn't get a chance to watch. I kind of want to watch the first oh, one yeah. first before I watch the second one. Yeah, but you watched I it. I would if I was you because you were super really excited. Oh, yeah, I love that first movie so much. And this one was good, too. Now, it's almost like with every movie, I'll always like the first one better. But I would really like to have the soundtrack of this one. Because now, again, I like the first one better. You like the the music better. But it was good. And I like that uh, it's not trying to woke or anything. It's it's just trying to be fun and cheerful. And uh, it has a lot of good lessons, but not anything like... Disney so often tries to do mm-hmm. at least that I didn't catch on to. Maybe I just wasn't paying attention. And I hope I'm glad I wasn't, I guess in that case, but it was a lot of fun. It was uh, uh joyful and uh, I enjoyed seeing them a little older. And of course you get to see the little girl. She's back older now. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was kind of a fun point of view to see. She basically had to live with this almost, you know, when she was a little girl, it kind of neat to have a, a fairy tale princess with her. And you got to see her now kind of like, oh, great, you know. Yeah. But it's it's a fun, it's a fun movie. I really enjoyed it. I thought they did, so, f- f- at least my point of view. I Like I said, I've not been disappointed yet with these things I've been looking forward to. I'm not saying I've enjoyed every single thing about all everything we know what we're talking about. But I will say 
for the most part, so far, so good for the most part. So was it joyful and triumphant? Joyful Christmas reference. For the most part. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to say, I really enjoyed seeing, um, it's amazing how, I, I can't think of his name right now, the actor who played the prince in the first one. James Marsden? Yes, James Marsden. Such a good actor. but He, he never gets enough credit. Like he, it, it seems like he hasn't changed a bit. He looks almost the same. And he comes out just being his same goofy self and just having – I just love that guy, man. He is so much fun. Yeah. All right. You'll love it. Third movie, Spirited. Yes. Now, yes. I, I've been seeing – there's people who have really enjoyed it, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, it, it took me a while to, to kind of dislike it because I was trying to give it a fair chance, and I was really wanting yeah. to like it. Uh, and there's a lot of people who did, but there's the message of it is what kills yeah. it for me. And I hung in there thinking, well, they're, maybe they're going to have a point to this. I will say I enjoyed the musical numbers. The songs were pretty good. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and I, I really tried to like it. I didn't really find anything that funny other than uh, Judy Dench's cameo where she's singing, singing a line about herself yeah. was, was funny. Uh, and you really enjoyed There's a Buddy in the Elf reference. I don't want to spoil yeah, I, or anything. Yeah, I uh, I liked it. I didn't like it a lot. I mean, you know what I'm saying? is like I, I, I liked it, but not like the other things I was saying where I loved it. No, it was pretty much what I expected, yeah. though. And yeah. Will, they're all talented. But I, I've never oh. enjoyed Will Ferrell. I have not enjoyed him in anything. Yeah. Um, the, the one Ryan Reynolds I have that... enjoyed. But here's here's my, my problem. I want to get to what my problem was because we're, yeah. we're short on time. The story here ruins the point of A Christmas Carol with people can change and do, choose to do good things. Uh, it kind of steps on that and basically gives a, a secular humanist style message of, well, we're all kind of just gray area and it's okay. He doesn't have to be, you know, it's, you can, it's okay to be a jerk as long as you don't kill anybody. And then, whoops, okay, well, that's that one thing I have to change. We'll, we'll fix that and make sure that I don't, didn't kill anybody. But, you know, I'm going to be continue to be this jerk because I'm good at it. And but at the end, that started changing. But it didn't. Well, at the very end, he, he, he started changing and realizing he couldn't. He, he did one thing. So, oh, well, golly. Well, if you can at least just do one good one good thing, then at least, you know, even if you're a jerk, if you can do one good thing, I guess you're all right. That was what they were they were singing at the end. The entire song was like, oh, hey, well, we'll just do one little good thing. But, you well, know. that is true, but. That's I, the problem. And then like the guy was given the job that was like, wait a minute, he's not ready for this. He's, you know, uh. And I did not like what they did with the Ghost of Christmas Past. That was, I thought it was supposed to have been funny. I didn't find it funny. But I didn't this, like that at all. This gets me into what I, what the problems that I have with the message here is, I mean, there's, there is a secular humanism message of you're okay just the way you are. And that's a very yeah. Joel Osteen. And actually, you know what? They're, they're, they also go this whole thing of like, oh, we're just irredeemable and we're just going to be guilty for the bad things we've done and yeah. no one's ever will love us. Let me tell you something. You are loved despite how many bad things you've done and you can be changed, but you can't do it on your own. That's right. There, there was, there is a true redemption. There was definitely no morality. In yes. Some of the stuff. And they that's did. the I problem. Like Cause there is a morality to a Christmas Carol story. If, and I don't want to give everything away. On and you song. can be redeemed. You can be forgiven through the power of Jesus Christ. I'm going to say it right now. Amen. Because the secular I, humanism type of thing of where, well, we're just irredeemable, but that's okay. We'll try to do at least a little bit of good thing. And that's one thing enough. I didn't, one thing I didn't like, did not like about the film was, of course, watching a show from the viewpoint of using the as Christian phrase here, the world. One thing I don't like about that is I, I don't expect morality uh what they may think is morality but yeah. you know they're going to say things are vulgar and i expect it i don't like it i don't appreciate it i'm just yeah. saying but that being said um 
they, I did enjoy the a part. Not want to give things away, but I enjoyed who Christmas Present was supposed to be. I thought that was an interesting point yeah, of view. Yeah, that but was that, an interesting. Yeah, and that's the only storyline that I liked. Is yeah, his storyline because he did feel like he wasn't lovable. I didn't and expect it. He gets proven that he can be loved, and you yeah. need to let go of the guilt, and you can be forgiven. I was like, you know what? Because I was worried for a while which direction they were going because the ghost of Christmas Present gets corrupted a lot by uh, by uh, uh, Ryan Reynolds' character. And that's where yeah. they lost my wife entirely. She hated it. But I, and, that, but I, I stuck in with it. It's like, well, let me see where they're going with this. And when we got into some story like that, he didn't feel like he was lovable and got there was a nice story. It was like, no, I am lovable. But that's also where I want to say, yes, you are lovable and you are loved despite any rotten things you have. have. And there is redemption. There is Will forgiveness. Farrell, Will Ferrell in that role. Uh, in that part, I mean, and in several other roles, actually did do a good job. Yeah, he did do uh, a good job. I just, yeah, I've never found him it, funny. I just, uh, another thing about him that he actually is a really good actor. Um, he, he's a, he's a funny guy. Uh, but what I like about him is that he can actually play a role very seriously. That's, yeah. But he plays it serious. Like I was watching Elf a little bit last night and I think it's funny how he can play a, a, a part so serious and that's what makes it funny. I'm not a big fan of him because he can be vulgar and other things I don't care yeah. for. But he he could play something so serious that you're that it that's what makes it funny because it's not serious. It's not funny at all. But I guess in order to make it funny, you they have to play it. I'm talking about him has to play it like it's the most serious thing ever. <laughs> yeah, but the, be, the best that. still at that is Leslie Nielsen. He was the best at saying the most ridiculous thing, oh, but doing it in such oh, a serious tone. Yes, but he was well, hilarious when he did it. But don't call me Shirley. <laughs> right. Oh yes. But yeah, I'm giving that one a thumbs down, despite what you've read on Facebook. Yeah. But you know what? Go watch it for yourself. But I had a problem with the message of that movie. I'll give big it time. diagonal, diagonal down. If that's if that's his thing, and it's, it's not sinking. sideways. <laughs> it's yeah, sinking. It's, there you go. Yeah. It's not Titanic necessarily, but yeah. And I, you know, I was like, because I was thinking, so well, that wasn't that was okay. But then I was I was watching yeah. some video on YouTube talking about some si similar topics of uh, with a good and evil, and I was like, you know what? If I take that movie into the perspective of somebody who was talking about something entirely different, and it made me really rethink some of the messaging of that movie. I was like, yeah, that message really is a bad one. I also um, don't know so, the, but the I do want to move name. on. The, I don't know the actor's name who played Marley. He, he also was, good. was the one in charge of the yeah. thing, but he Which was really, weird. in my opinion. Uh, yeah, he was he was in charge of the I liked him. The, yeah. I, I've seen him on other things, but I don't know what. Yeah. He was really fantastic. Yeah, he did a good job. Great singing and everything. Mm -hmm. The songs were great. Whoever songs wrote that were good. Was, the dancing was was fun, but yeah, I the the, yeah. Uh, the message is, the message that's is why I what can't I hate. Give it a thumbs down completely because it was catchy in certain yeah. areas and it was funny. So, but you know, it's in that it's area. messages that I I don't. If I had children, yeah. it's not the message I would want my no, kids to have. No, not at all. That's I would I, mean. I would want them to know. No, there is redemption. There is forgiveness. Oh, absolutely. And yes, you know, it's good to try to do one good thing, but don't use that as an excuse to be a jerk. No, so, you can't. Well, I can be a jerk as long as I try to find one little good no. thing. As long as I don't kill anybody. No. That is a terrible excuse that humanists use, well, and I, it's and not I, good. As you and I know, but you I need, I need to it. move on. I really as do. You and I know. You, you've heard me say many times, by our actions, we are known. Yes. And I'm going to remember you more as a jerk other than the person that, well, you, well, I try to do something good every day. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, we have two people that I want to throw some tribute to. And we'll start here with, uh, I need to move the image of you of Skype around so I can see Robert Emmett McGrath was an American actor, musician, yes. and children's author, best known for playing original human character Bob Johnson on the long-running educational television series Sesame Street. And I will always remember him for singing songs on Sesame Street. 
because mm, I still yes. have I have on a DVD somewhere, and I think you can even watch this somewhere. I think HBO Max has it. The old that Christmas special. Uh, it's yes, it's not quite Christmas till Bob McGrath sings his uh, uh, if isn't it in the True Blue Miracle then I don't know what one is you know yeah that's yes. that's part of Christmas uh, so I appreciate him and uh, let me you know a little bit of his early life he was born on June thirteenth nineteen thirty two ninety years old this year yes uh, he was great. named for Irish patriot Robert Emmett as a child he would sing for oh. his family while his mother would play the piano his mother enrolled him in the Roxy Theater's amateur program where he became where he came in second place and he graduated from Marquette High School. Uh, then he graduated from the University of Michigan in 1954, where he was in School of Music. And while attending Michigan, he was a member of the University of Michigan Men's Glee Club and of the fraternity Phi Gamma Delta. Uh, where during uh, while where during fraternity events, he washed dishes while fraternity brother David Connell waited tables. A connection which Connell, or I think it's Connell, yeah, David Connell, uh, Connell would use when casting began for Sesame Street. So after graduating, he was inducted into the U.S. Army, where he spent two years in Germany, booking and performing in the Seventh. Army Symphony Orchestra. McGrath obtained a Master of Music degree in voice from Manhattan School of Music in 1959. Uh, he actually worked with Mitch Miller and was a featured tenor on uh, in, on an NBC television sing along with sing along with Mitch, which you I'm sure yeah. you've heard of. Uh, I have let's heard see, I not watched it, but. And when is it? He, there we go. From 1969 to 2016, McGrath was a regular cast member on Sesame Street, playing the character Bob Johnson, along with the series matriarch Susan Robinson, who playing uh, played by Loretta Long. McGrath was one of two longest-lasting human characters on the series since the show's Sorry. debut. And of course, he's one of the memorable ones. We, you and I were talking like we loved yes. Gordon, and of course, we Mr. Hooper. Gordon. And I always thought Maria was cute. She's still Maria. still older. There, and she's a, still there's cute. There's others too, but yeah, those are the ones. Mm-hmm. She's very much so. Absolutely, yeah. Yes, indeed. And well, I, I, I love them all. I appreciate his work on Sesame Street because they taught me so you know, much when I was little. The funny thing is about characters like that, like people like that. I mean, as a kid, to me, they always felt like family. Yes, they did. I'm not trying to sound corny, but that's one of the reasons why I, to this day, I'm looking at it right now. I have every episode of Andy Griffith, Aunt B, as I say, is an expression, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Aunt, Aunt, Aunt B and Andy and Barney and all of them, I'm getting all teary-eyed here. They feel like family to me. Mm. And uh, I love uh, Beverly Hillbillies and all those characters are connected to Petticoat Junction. All that. They're all part of the same universe, if you yeah. will. I love them because they they feel like family. Bob McGath, McGrath here. And others, they feel like family when you watch them every day as a little child. We're mm-hmm. talking three and four, and until you go start going to send to uh, to I meant to say to uh, to school, kindergarten, all, and even then you come home. Those people almost feel like family. You grow up with them like you would your family. You go to see your grandma, and then you come home and you watch Bob McGrath and them. Yep. They, they feel like family. Yeah, you know? they help. They helped you to learn. They taught you to speak and ABCs. Yep. Taught me how to count. Taught me how to read. I mean, I, yeah. I feel like when I got into kindergarten. I knew more than I thought I did because I learned it all watching yeah. Sesame Street every day. Yeah, I did. Although I couldn't I do the electric company. Right, right after, because they'd scream at me at the beginning of Electric Company and scare me to death. Watching Sesame Street, then, hey, guys! Oh, I, I, I didn't it. like being yelled at. I, I love so. Morgan Freeman, even yeah. as a little boy. When I was older, I was able to watch and I enjoyed the Electric Company. But when I was little and they'd come screaming on there, I was like, no. So I, my but aunt I, and them. Yeah, I remember like I was used to it. there was times I was like, because when I'd be over at grandma's house and we'd be out going for a walk or whatever, or doing her Avon yes. selling, I had, I was like, grandma, I have to be home by noon because I got to watch Sesame street. I would yeah. be stressed out that if I was going to miss Sesame street and yeah, you couldn't tape stuff back then, man. Yeah. You had to watch it and it was on That's every it. day. Even if it was a repeat, I never noticed a repeat. Oh, no, but, uh, we just love the characters. 
For so one last thing to say, rather than we loved him, is McGrath and his wife yes. Anne married in 1958. They had five children, yeah. five granddaughters, three grandsons. The they Lord. resided in Teaneck, New Jersey, from 58 until 2017, when they moved to a ranch in Norwood, New Jersey. McGrath died from complications of a stroke at his home in New Jersey, December the 4th, oh. at the age of 90. You know, but that's that's living to a good ripe old age. Amen. He did, that's right. and he's left quite the legacy and an impact on generation after generation of us. Uh, so thank you, Bob McGrath. Yes, that's right. Uh, and now a little bit more of a sadder death, but and I wasn't a big Power Ranger guy at all. But I do want to honor the memory of Jason David Frank uh, from That's September right. 4th, 1973 to November 19th. American actor right. and martial artist known for his role as Tommy Oliver in the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and other Power Rangers series. And uh, uh, now I don't know like a whole thing. There were some some mental things, on, you know, and yes, there was were some mental health issues, but it, it it was has been revealed very recently by his uh, his wife that he was getting back together even with his wife, but he had been battling depression, and that's yes. that's the main thing I want to kind of point out. Like, hey, uh, this is seriously if you're dealing with some depression, please, please, please get some help. Yes, yes. We don't want and, to lose you tragically like this. And if there's people out there, and I'm saying this as someone who understands. If there's people out there who have never had depression, I'm very glad for that. But if you know someone who does, uh, try to have a, an understanding heart. Yeah. Because a lot of people, and I'm talking about, I've heard it before, a lot of people will say, well, they know better. No, they don't. Uh, if you're going through depression, it's something that is not just a mental thing. It's a physical thing, something they can't help. And I've mm-hmm. gone through it. I, that's, I, I've had to take medication and still do it, to be truthful, uh, because of the brain issues and surgeries and all I've gone through. I have to take that stuff. It's something that I physically can't help. Uh, and I'm so glad. Now, the sad thing is, is the first one I was on made me gain weight. I don't take that now. But uh, this stuff that ha- it ha- you had to have to be saved by this. And the Lord has strengthened me and helped me to realize that I'm here. God has me here for a reason. He loves me and he loves you, too. And. And, and incidentally, I know where Jason David Frank is. Yeah, because he's a good. I'm going to read oh, this. Go ahead, brother. I'm going to read this right on. here because that's where you're headed. Go right ahead, said Jason David Frank was was Christian and said he began attending church after the death of, the death of his brother. He married his first wife, Shauna, in 1994, and the couple had two sons and a daughter. They divorced in 2001. In 2003, he married his second wife, Tammy, and the couple had one daughter. In 2022, Tammy filed for divorce. At the time of his death, they had begun to reconcile. But yes, that's the important thing. He was a Christian and began going to church after the death of his brother, and that makes all the difference. But this also, yes, even though you are a Christian— and we, we, you even preached about joy this, this week. Yes, Depression right. can still happen to a Christian, and you can't yes. control. It is a chemical thing in your brain that you, you know, and uh, even, you know, James Kennison, who's been on this show before of that story show, struggles with depression, and it gets, and my wife even deals with depression. It it's it, it Christians can suffer from depression. I Don't let anybody tell you different. It if can happen. It, People but, will tell you you're weak. Yeah, and you're not weak. You no. just can't help it. It's like having just any sort Christ, of disease. Turn to, Jesus. turn to Jesus. There's illnesses, and, you, and, and and we'll pray for you, and you can pray. Amen. Pray God would take it away from you, and maybe he will, but odds are you might have to deal with it your entire life. But please, please don't kill yourself. That's right. You are valued while you are on earth. There is a reason for you to be here. Don't let that. Don't let Satan get in there, those inner voices. And, and tell you otherwise, right. that you are not valuable and that people would be better off without you. People will hurt when you are gone. People will Amen. miss you. 
And I sometimes I, I get depressed most. I don't think I suffer from full depression, but I have it have in my head like that I just want to give up. It's like, you know what? I'm tired of this. I just can I just go to heaven? Can I just die? Because I know I've got eternal reward with 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 God. But if I'm still here, that means there's reason for me to yeah. be here. This is something that I have to remind myself of. There's times, hey, I've thought it before, and it, and look, I may have said it before. I at one point when this, now keep in mind, I had just come out of brain surgery, and uh, and all of this, and then and I had someone in my life who didn't want me anymore. All these horrible things were being said. So I thought, well, if no one else wants me, well, why do I want to be here? But praise the Lord, the Lord helped me and used others to help me, and I uh, seeked help right away got things right in my life and uh, got all my medication corrected and everything else. And I'm, I, I promised God then I, I will never, ever, ever, ever do that ever. And I got things right and, uh, and I'm fine and I'm here and I had to remember something. I will never go against God's will not intentionally, never go against God's will. And if God has me here, that means it's his will for me to be here. So I will never try to step in front of God's will ever mm-hmm. him first then others and you. That means Jesus others you. That brings joy. Jesus exactly. others you. There you go. Amen. And that's why your life is important, because the impact you're having on other people, you sometimes you never know the impact you have on other people. Amen. But when, well, when you get to heaven, I look forward to sitting on God's lap and have him show Hallelujah. me my life through his eyes. And you'll say, and, oh, oh, now so I That's see. why that had to be that way. And I'm sure David, Jason David Frank is seeing that, and I'm sure for a moment yes. he's like, I, I, I'm sorry, I could have done more if I hadn't have done that. But I mean, we understand. God but he still, still he still gets his yes. eternal reward. He's still I with Jesus right now. Him. I can't uh, wait. I saw him. Nice to meet him. when we went to a comic con once. There he was, and I saw him sitting right. And I, I, I waved over at him. And I told him I was a big fan. I didn't go get in line or anything. I didn't. I didn't have the money for it to be truthful. But I told him that's a big fan. Big fan. I am. I was. I, I'm not saying I was a huge Power Rangers fan. However, for one year, the first year, uh, technically, I guess it was the second year, but I was watching it at, right after he went from being Green Ranger to White Ranger, and when the movie came out, so I had watched it at that point in time, and I was a big fan of his, and also, I can't remember, A.B. Joe Johnson or Amy whatever Joe it was. Johnson, yeah. Yeah, I was, I was watching her on a Hallmark movie last night, hmm. but anyway, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of those two. That was a great thing. You know, it was, it was fun. Those are fun days. 94, 95, you know, it's fun days. <laughs> But he did a lot of things in his life. He even started yes, he like a, a Christian um, group of like mixed martial arts. Uh, well, yes, but, he did. But uh, I was kind of hoping he was going to be able to bring that to town someday. I wanted to go and check it out. Because, you know, even oh, though yes. I'm not a Power Ranger fan, I did sit in because I figured I owed it to the fans of the show. And I sat in to hear uh, the guy who was um, the original Red Ranger. And that guy's, yeah, oh, that guy's pretty awesome. Yeah. He was a pretty. Jason. He's a pretty awesome guy. I enjoyed going to his panel. I wanted to go to a panel with Jason David Frank to and, hear his story as well. In and fact, Jason I'm David Frank was that the opportunity. Jason David Frank was the Power Ranger the most. He he yeah, was on he was the most shows. A long time. And, yeah, yeah, yeah he, he was, kept coming it back. It wasn't he on movies uh, too, doing different martial art movies and stuff. I, I uh, could be wrong. He did some stuff with Bat in the Sun, which is a fantastic uh, YouTube channel and fan stuff. Uh, they would do a super powered beatdown where they had stuff like what the White Ranger fought, certain you know that kind Maybe of that's thing. What I'm he did a lot of stuff, uh, but there is uh, the film Legend of the White Dragon launched on Kickstarter in 2020. Initially, it was going to be a miniseries or a fan film. With the popularity and excitement, it grew into a full feature film. The film includes past Fire Rangers performers such as Frank, Jason Font, and Sierra Hanna. Other cast members included Mark Dacascos, Michael Madsen, Andrew Bryan Bachelor, and Jenna Frank. The movie wrapped in 2021 is currently in post-production and set to release in 2023. In view of Frank's death, uh, there has been talk of dedicating the film to his memory. 
That would be great. Uh, oh, but looky there in the super in the superpower beatdown with Bat in the Sun. It says on November seventh, twenty thirteen, Frank appeared on Superpower Beatdown as the White Ranger taking on Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. And I do remember watching that, and yeah, because I wasn't cool. a Power Ranger guy and I loved Scorpion in Mortal Kombat, I was rooting for Scorpion. But I think uh, well, White sure, Ranger yeah. did did I think win if I remember. Uh, but I think usually they do like alternate two alternates of who would win based on people voting. Uh, but there was some film career. Let's see. Legend of the White Dragon, Making Fun, the story of Funko. He popped up as himself. Power Rangers, yeah. Legacy Wars, Street Fighter, Showdown. Uh, Power Rangers, he was an Angel Grove citizen in the 2017 Power Rangers, I guess. Crammed 2, Ho-Ching, The Blue Sun, Fall Guy, The John Stewart Story. Uh, the Junior Defenders, Paris Turbo, a Power Rangers movie, and Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie. Uh, and it cool. actually has uh, some... Uh, Video game credits here for for Power Ranger video games that he uh, I oh, guess cool. did some voice did some video capture for something called Piper, um, huh. very interesting and actually has uh, at least uh, a few actual MMA fights that he has. They got uh, some of his records. He's got pretty good win record. He had uh, doing some things. I heard he he had done stuff like that. Yeah, so he he had quite the life. Uh, it's it's sad that he's he's left us, but yes. he, he's no longer feeling that depression. Amen. I'll still, I'll always love him though. Mm-hmm. I will. Cause he, he always stood out to me. He's just a real sweet guy, yeah. kind guy, you know, loving guy. And, and I, I always thought it was great. Yep. All right. But we better wrap this up cause we've got an hour and a half and that's a half hour longer than I try to go. <laughs> I've been yeah, trying to move us forward. We just had so much to cover though. And yeah, I do want to remind everybody, check your feed and make sure you got a good red circle feed. Cause we are switching over. And uh, prepare for some ads next month, unless you, of course, become a Patreon supporter, which I totally invite you uh, if you go to patreon.com slash Podcast. Also, uh, neverlandpodcast.com. I'm, I haven't had my membership for a while. I had to shut down my membership, but my podcast reviews, I still have a link there. I think, I think the affiliate link is still good. Um, but I do want to thank Karen Kennedy, Ricky Pope of Christian Nerds Unite, and Darren Wilhite of the Wilhite and Wall Show for their help in creating the introduction that you have at the front of the show. Neverlandpodcast.com, by the way. I will have the RSS feed available there if you need it. Uh, don't forget, you can send us an email, podcast, neverlandpodcast.com. Find us on Twitter at NeverlandPCast and Facebook at Neverland Podcast. We have both a group and a fan page. And you know what? On our website, you can even join the Neverlanders. Get yourself a good lost boy or pixie name. Why do we have pixies? Because girls are too clever and they don't get lost. Pick you a nickname. You know, we haven't had any new uh, Neverlanders in a long time. And uh, once again, because I'm going to read it off my list, donate through patreon.com slash Podcast. Help cover the cost of this show. And you know what, Phil? What's that? Get lost. In an adventure! adventure. <laughs> <laughs>